listening to CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, and it's time now for the Square Wave Symphony News Bite. Hey, it's cool if you don't know, and let's get into the news of the weird for the week of June 28th, 2021. Uh, as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time. Some of these may not jive all with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. This usually runs about 13 to 15 minutes, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today is creepy. Oh good. I always want to start with an unsettling story. A TikTok user in New Jersey has shared the unsettling scene that unfolded on June 10th as she pulled up her carpet in her new home, the New York Post reported. Ashley, quote unquote, showed followers the floorboards underneath the carpet which appeared to show a blood-stained imprint of a human being and a chalk outline of a body along with a 2018 date and case number. I wasn't bothered knowing someone died in my new house, Ashley said. Responding to the, comment of, uh, the comments of her video, Ashley tested the blood stain by spraying hydrogen peroxide on it which caused bubbling. A sure sign that the substance was blood, some said. Ashley isn't phased. It, quote, Seems chill here. It's all good. Uh, sure. You know, you keep doing you. Just as long as the ghosts don't count. Inexplicable. The latest trend in plastic surgery in China, according to Gulf Today, is the pointy ear. The modified ears resemble those of animated characters or fairy tale creatures, and they give the face, quote, a slender shape the site reported on June 17th. Doctors first insert cartilage on, uh, or an implant in the back of the ear, then fill it in with uh, hyaluronic acid. Plastic surgery clinics in China are experiencing such great demand that patients have to get on waiting lists. They have to, become, they have to get on waiting lists to become Vulcans. I don't know. Um, not something that I would be spending my money on. Maybe plastic surgery is cheaper in China. I honestly have no idea. But uh, there it is, and there you go, I guess. Fine points of the law. In December 2016, Cletus Snay hit a patch of black ice while driving in Bellevue, Ohio. <coughs> Excuse me. And slammed into Matthew Burr's mailbox. Doesn't seem all that dramatic, but Postal Service guidelines specify that mailbox poles uh, be able to break away, which Burr's clearly did not do. Burr had installed an 8-inch metal pole buried 3 feet into the ground and fortified with rocks and dry cement poured on top, News 5 Cleveland reported. This immovable fixture caused Snay's truck to roll and left him a quadriplegic. Attorney Kathleen St. John argued on June 16th to the Ohio Supreme Court that a property owner, quote, is not justified in inflicting without warning bodily harm upon the person of a trespasser. But Burr's attorney, Doug Leake, calls the USPS recommendations just guidelines and said Burr was justified in reinforcing his mailbox after years of accidents and vandalism. The court is expected to rule soon. Uh, I'm gonna have to probably side with the USPS on that one. It's kind of not cool that um, because guidelines weren't followed, someone's lost the ability to, well, a lot of things. <clears throat> anyway, our next story 
under the subtitle, you all know it. I know it. Probably, probably that guy Fred over there knows it. I don't know. Uh, have, has someone asked them? Anyway, it's called Awesome. Uh, Julia Yonkowski of Largo, Florida, only needed a $20 bill when she visited the ATM at Chase Bank on June 19th, but she decided to check her balance while she was there. What she saw on the paper slip surprised her. A balance of $995,985,856. I was horrified, she told WFLA-TV. I know most people would think they won the lottery, but I was horrified. She's tried several times to contact Chase, but she can't get through to anyone. I get tied up with her automated system and I can't get a person, she said. I don't know what to think. That's reasonable. I, If I woke up and suddenly there was a billion dollars in my bank account, I would be pretty darn confused too. Um, is it a clerical error? Is it a mysterious benefactor? Are there conditions to this? Who knows? This automated world cer certainly doesn't. Crime report. At, as a 34-year-old Paul Keehan led himself into the home of Matt and Monica Sabs in Bel Air, California on June 20th, Monica watched on Ring video and alerted her, her husband who was at home. Keehan was naked, KTLA reported. And as he, wandered, as he wandered around the house, he helped himself to a shower and a pair of shorts. When Matt Sabs confronted him, Kian uh, said the house was his. While he was there, Kian killed the couple's two pet birds with his hands. Why? Police arrested him on several felony charges. Such as, you know, assuming the house was his for whatever given reason. I entered your house. I live here now. Get out of my house. What? I don't know. Some people, man. Some people. Unclear on the concept. Two stories under this, uh, under this thing. Yes, two stories. Richard Turpin apparently just needed to borrow a truck, but he ended up with charges filed against him in Bratenthal, Ohio on June 18th. WJWTAB reported that a mail carrier parked his USPS man at the end of a driveway and walked up to the house to deliver, to deliver the mail, giving Turpin a chance to jump in and take off. A witness saw the theft and called police, who caught up with Turpin a few miles away. When they asked him why he took the truck, he cryptically answered, A U-Haul. The police officer responded, I don't think that's a U-Haul, but surprise! Inside, they found a big screen TV that hadn't been in the truck earlier, according to the mailman. And no mail was missing. The mail carrier admitted he'd left the keys in the ignition. Uh, I mean, it's fine if you're just looking to transport something, but maybe don't steal everyone's mail. At least no mail was missing. That's definitely a good thing, but, um... Yeah! I'm pretty sure those are specific to the U-Haul company, not the USPS. Also, a 35-year-old man from MS Pennsylvania was presumably having a good time on June 20th, sitting in his Dodge Ram truck uh, and lighting fireworks, then throwing them out the window, until he was critically injured by one that didn't make it outside the cab. 
The exploding firework also did significant damage to the interior of the truck, Lehigh Valley Alive reported, um, but didn't cause a fire, MS, Poli MS, Police, City, uh, MS Police Chief Troy Shantz said. Ah. Words are hard, listeners. Words are hard. Yeah, um, that's a weird pastime, and also the reason why you shouldn't have that pastime. Be careful with fireworks, no matter what you do. What's in the name? The smoking gun reported that on June 18th, a woman in St. Petersburg, Florida was arrested after allegedly drunkenly slamming her car into a tree, a Taco Bell sign, and the store's water meter, and then leaving the scene. The appropriately named Kenisha Booze, 34, is an employee at the Taco Bell. Police said Booze had, quote, bloodshot watery eyes, a dazed and blank expression on her face, and an odor of an alcoholic beverage on her breath. I mean, that definitely doesn't excuse the things that she did, but that's still kind of amusing to think about. Um, I honestly didn't even know that Booze was actually a last name. Mm. Interesting thoughts. Our next story, ew. The Wellington Correctional Centre in New South Wales, Australia is being evacuated so the crews can, can clear the prison of dead and decaying mice and repair chewed electrical wiring, the Associated Press reported. Australia has been overrun with mice for months, which scientists say happens when rain follows several years of drought. Corrective Services Commissioner Peter Severn explained that, quote, the mice have got into wall cavities, into roof spaces, they're dead, but then they, they obviously start decaying, and then the next problem is mites. I can also tell you, from unfortunate first-hand experience, that stuff stinks, yo. Um, our next story, yeah, science! In a study published June 10th in the journal Green Chemistry, scientists at the University of Edinburgh in Scotland um, announced a breakthrough yet genetically engineered bacteria to convert terephthalic acid, a compound left over when plastic-eating bugs discovered in Japan in 2016 do their thing, to vanillin, the, pri the primary component of extracted vanilla beans that produces the taste and smell of vanilla. Global demand for the chemical is far outpacing the world's supply of natural vanilla beans. Using microbes to turn waste plastics in into an important commodity is a beautiful demonstration of green chemistry," said Ellis Crawford of the UK's Royal Society of Chemistry. I can't wait to see how this is going to go wrong. Um, there seems to be a lot of things that start as a great idea and then all of a sudden, oops, everyone's dead. Um, anyway, hopefully this is not one of those things and we can just all enjoy our vanilla ice cream. Deja vu. It started as a joke on April 2nd, 2020, but after a month of Zoom meetings during, with, during which Jackie, a resident of Washington, D.C., uh, wore the same Hawaiian shirt and received nary a comment for her oblivious co-workers, uh, from her oblivious co-workers, the prank became a social experiment with a momentum all of its own. Jackie told the Daily Mail on June 16, 2021, she celebrated her last day of work by confessing to having worn the shirt 264 consecutive Zoom meetings during the pandemic. The reaction? When I told my team that I had been wearing the same shirt, 
they didn't know what I was talking about. They hadn't noticed, she said. The intern literally said, on purpose? So there's that. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a this is a good story. Just just the idea of like yeah, I've I've been wearing this shirt for over a year now. Nobody's noticed a thing. So I don't know. That's I like this one. This this is the lighthearted humor that I always hope to find in Amuse the Weird. In our last story for today, Lost and Found. When a painting fell off the wall at their country home in Rome in 2016, the owner sent it to an art restorer for repairs. But during the cleaning and restora restoration process, it became clear this wasn't just any painting. It was done by David Bowie. No, um, it was The Adoration of the, Mag uh, the Magi by Rembrandt. Slightly more notable than David Bowie. Painted around 1632-33 and long considered lost. Guido Tallarico, president of the Italian Heritage Foundation, said the family that owns the painting has not expressed an interest in selling it, but that the work will eventually be made available to museums and galleries. Man, people finding paintings by very interesting folks, or very interesting paintings too, all over the place lately. That's actually kinda neat. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Alright, so that's gonna do it for this week. Now I want to thank you all for listening. If you enjoy what you just heard or the chiptunes you're about to hear, uh, you can catch more of it in the full show, Square Wave Symphony, Fridays at 5 here on CKDU. You can, you can also follow the show on Twitter at SquareSim. News of Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsofweird.com. The background song is Field of Eyes by Twilight of Defect. And I leave you now with um, Commissions Reel by Roy Strikeman and Surprise Tactics by Will Poole before returning you to the world of normal. This has been the Square Wave Symphony News Bite on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio if you don't know. I'll see you guys next time.